Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor podcast, where life, sports, and medicine intersects. We are glad that you are part of this growing community where we strive to help you strengthen your mindset, help you grow your assets, and help you achieve whatever level of success that you want for your life. Go to our website at drderekthesportsdoctor.com where you can find all the latest content and you can also follow us on our social media channels. Now, let's get into this episode. And welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor podcast. And we have another very interesting guest for you today, uh, Mr. Isaias Guthrie, who is a recent graduate of the Jackson State University and now returning uh, to further his education in the master's program. Um, and more interesting than that, as a student athlete, Isaias is already starting to play out his career after football as an entrepreneur. So very excited to hear his conversation, hear about his path. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Isaias is from Delaware, right? So yep. that's what a kid from Delaware is doing in the dirty south in Jackson, Mississippi. Kind of just taking a chance on myself, really. Um, got the opportunity to play up in Delaware, Delaware State. The uh, opportunity to leave as well. Um, and so I got into the transfer portal. Um, and Coach TC and Coach O hit me up. And, man, I just – it was something I couldn't pass up on. So I'm glad to be here. And they're making me feel very welcome. Absolutely. So started off in the MEAC and then transitioning over to the SWAC. What was the difference when you were playing in Delaware versus playing here in Jackson? Um, compared to Delaware games, I mean, on our homecoming, we may have saw 4,000, 5,000 fans. So on a regular game, pregame, you may see 10,000 fans. So um, I'd say the environments and the game day atmosphere is definitely different. Yeah. No, it's amazing. I didn't really realize – before I started working with Jackson State, how much the fan base supports the team, the whole city of Jackson supports the team, but even more important than that, how the fan base travels with the team. You know, yeah, I mean, you're on the road and you're filling up the other people's stands, so. Yeah, it's definitely dope. They do a great job of that. Yeah, yeah. So has football always been a major role in your life or when did you start playing sports? Um, I started playing sports definitely when I was young, when I was about like four. Uh, my mom got us into playing sports at a young age. We were always like running around, just doing different things. Um, and so we grew up with, in an all-female household, really me and my brother and my cousin. And so for us, playing sports was to get us around positive male at, uh, role models and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I started at a young age. It's always been something I love. Um, we started playing basketball first. Basketball was actually – Something I've really enjoyed, sort of like my first love, but um, just kind of had to be real with myself uh, as far as like height-wise goes and skill-wise goes. Um, I just knew that football would be the one to, you know, pay the bills at this point. Absolutely. And tell us what position you play. Oh, I played point guard. I was good at like distributing the ball. For sure. Got it. And then in yeah. football, have you always been defensive back or did you play other positions or what? Yeah, I started off. I mean, I was always kind of like big for my age, so I started off playing like defensive line, O line, really tight end. Yeah, so <laughs> it's crazy because when I was younger, like I used to think that I was too old, so my mom would have to like bring my birth certificate to games and stuff like that. So you were saying you had just started playing DB? Yeah, just started playing DB. Um, actually, I recruited to go to Delaware State for a wide receiver, um, and then I had switched while I was there. Um, once they realized that I could play DB too. Got it. Got it. So talk to us about 
what the demands of being a student athlete and how you use those skills in the workforce as well. I mean, it's time management at its finest. Um, being able to, you know, wake up at 5.30, 6.30 in the morning, go to practice, got meals, got mandatory meetings, got all the stuff you have to do. Um, also, while juggling a school a school schedule as well, you know, you got you to gotta be able to know when to say no to certain things, like your friends going out, doing different things, um, just being able to miss out certain things, stuff like that. So uh, I kind of just take that into, the, into what I do now kind of just prioritizing my time and being that I'm still doing all three, still a student, still playing football. And now I'm an entrepreneur kind of makes it even more hectic, but because I've learned so many different skills playing the game of football, um, it kind of makes it easier on me. Yeah. I think there are a lot of ties between the track of a student athlete or a professional athlete and the track that I had to go through with medical school and becoming a, a physician, because you have to give up a lot of things that most students do it right you have yeah. to focus i mean most students aren't waking up at five o'clock in the morning hitting the gym like you okay. said going to breakfast going to workout you know you have to go to class for football yeah. just like you have to go to class for your education so i don't think many people really realize the amount of hours that are put in for student athletes preparing for the game yeah. you know to take care of their body uh, and the delayed gratification that you very you know, delayed right you know, years and years and years for hope, right? You're chasing a dream. You're praying that you get a ability to play as a college athlete and then even less of a chance that you're going to be able to play as a professional athlete. So, you know, I really don't think people appreciate the amount of work and commitment that it takes to be a student athlete. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. I mean, like you said, you know, um, normal students are kind of, if I got like a 10 a.m. class, Normal students, they waking up at 9.30 when I done been up since 6. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of right. like the afternoon for me. Um, yeah. They coming in their PJs. I'm coming fully dressed. It's got to work out, <laughs> practice, meetings. We even did all. So, yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah. So, I remember at, towards the end of the season, you reached out to me to say, hey, I'm looking at doing some entrepreneur uh, things. And I'm thinking, all right, he's a senior. He's about to graduate. And he's already looking forward to his future. Kudos to him. And then I see, wow, he's back and he's still playing football as a graduate student now. So just kind of tell us about, is this something that's going on with your family as a family business or something that you're branching out on your own? How did this all come about? Well, kind of started, uh, my aunt does them, has these um, assisted living group homes up in Detroit. Um, and so she, she put us on game, put me and my sister um, on game, kind of giving us different keys to the business, walking us through the step by step. Um, this was back in like August, um, and I was just taking the game in, just taking it in, taking it in. So I felt like, you know, football schedule, like we were all year round for the most part. Um, right. So I, I had a little bit of a break between the last game and maybe a week or two ago to kind of just settle down and, and kind of get things in order. Um, and I thought it was the perfect time to, you know, get, get rolling and have things going um, as far as this, this business goes. So me and my sister are business partners, but because I'm located in Mississippi, I'm like the main sole pro proprietor of it for right now. All right, cool. So tell us, uh, you know, the name of your, Asias Guthrie, or just give us the name of the business right now. It's called Guthrie Haven Homes. So Guthrie Haven Homes, and this yeah. is what, what is it exactly? It's an assisted living group home. 
um, basically we take, whether it's elders um, who can't quite live by themselves or their families can't quite take care of them the way they probably need to be, um, mentally disabled, physically disabled patients and residents, and we take care of them. Basically, what makes us so different is that we supply everything. Um, we supply the beds, the bedding, the bathroom supplies, kitchen supplies, dining room. Everything is is supplied by us. Um, it's sort of like a ready home. Um, a resident comes in and the home is fully furnished, fully ready to go. And we cook three meals a day. We supply we supply them with transportation to and from appointments if need be. And we supply aid 24-7. And that's kind of what we do. So this is a physical location where patients would be admitted to or? Uh, yeah, so it's multiple. Right now we have them out of houses and out of um, apartment style livings. Okay. Um, it just depends on what the resident wants. And so, yeah, that, that's how it works. So I think there's a great need for what you're doing. When you first brought this whole concept to me, I was like, wow, that is very good because we have so many people, number one, that don't have family or don't have, especially when they get to a certain age, they've either yeah. outlived their relatives or many times they are the person taking care of the younger relatives. And when they're the patient in need or the person in need, they really have no one, no one to get them to dialysis, no one to get them to their doctor's appointments, no one to help them uh, with meal prep or picking up medications or whatever it may be. So to be able to offer that service all in one, I think is very awesome. Um, I think that you have a large potential for growth in this industry. So kudos to you. Appreciate that. Has it actually gotten started yet, or are you still in the planning phase? What's going on with it? Um, so I'm I'm currently in the. I just started workouts like last week, and so after workouts, I'm going back and forth to the homes and kind of just get them fully furnished, getting them ready. Um, should be done by this weekend, and then I mean, my phone's been off the hook of people trying to come in and get a look at it, do a few walkthroughs. So hopefully, we can do that all next week, and then by the first, I should have a, a few residents moving in. Sure, sure. So tell us how this community can support you with your endeavor that you're doing. What do you need from us? A few things. I mean, I have a few different initiatives running right now. Um, we have a registry that's open for them to purchase or donate different things that are on the registry. Um, we have a, a donation cash app um, that they can donate to, um, and I'll get that in a second. And then we also have the initiative of Adopt a Rum. Um, basically, Adopt a Rum is for some of these families they can't always afford what we supply and so adopt run we're basically saying you'll give x amount of dollars um every single month for this room or this person and that kind of just helps them financially with, with the cost of what, what we supply so is this financed through insurance or is it private pay how do the residents pay a lot for their, of it is through private pay a lot of it is through private pay um through disability and social security As healthcare providers, we spend a large portion of our lives focused on our training as well as taking care of other individuals. But I'm calling a timeout because life can change in an instant. We know it's difficult to fathom that a sudden illness, injury, or death could put you and your family in a devastating financial situation. But that's where Dr. Stephanie Pearson and her unique team of advisors at Pearson Rabbits come into play. They focus on empowering physicians like yourself to protect your most valuable asset, your income, and life's most important people, your family. So go to PearsonRabbits.com to make sure that you are protected today. 
What about Medicaid? Any insurance payers, or is it mainly through, like you said, disability and? Yeah, mainly through disability right now, and that's kind of the difference between the licensed and unlicensed version of what I do. So once I become licensed in the next few months, um, I'll be able to bill um, insurance. But then again, a lot of sometimes a lot of these um, residents don't always have the best insurance who will cover um, what we offer. Sure, sure. And for someone who's interested in having a family member stay in one of the homes, how long do you anticipate they will be able to stay there? Um, for is it going to be like need, a yearly lease? No, no, or? As, lo as long as they need. Everything is month to month on the um, leases that they sign. And yeah, so whenever they need to opt out and or things change because, you know, things do change for families, they're more than welcome to. Sure, sure. All right. So you have, like you said, class football and now as an entrepreneur um, you know I can tell you just from the entrepreneur things that I do on the side as well you will learn you know I'm proud of you number one for stepping out there because you can read books you can study for years and years and years but the only way to truly learn is to get started you know so yeah. many people are paralyzed by um, I'm waiting on the perfect time for this or I'm waiting until I learn more but getting started I feel is the best teacher so over this next year, year and a half, I can only imagine how much you're going to learn about this actual industry and how you're going to be able to improve on your, your own skills. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. I mean, I can't, can't say enough how much, you know, doing it really meant to be and not being so much about the talk. Um, and so that's why I really took the time to sit down over this break and kind of just jump into it. Yeah, and I, I appreciate, you know, the community for how they've been supporting me, marketing the business. Um, and I knew that they would the way that they always do. Yeah. So, and that's one thing when you mentioned support, like you said, Jackson supports Jackson state, right? They support yeah. the football team, but I think it's different when you step out as a man or as a football player, as an entrepreneur, are you still seeing that same support from them? Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. Definitely. They're definitely supporting a hundred percent. 100% they're around. They're always hitting me up asking what I need, different ways that they can offer support, whether it's a repost, um, whether it's putting me in contact or getting me um, in contact with different organizations um, to see if if we could partner up on different things, stuff like that. So they're always supporting for sure. And you mentioned partnerships. What community partnerships are you looking for? I'm looking to go in with different clinics in different hospitals because I know it's kind of different the way that they do things. Let's say they have like a patient that comes in and can't really, that's done with being at the hospital, but also doesn't have anywhere to go. Um, just stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So um, just making sure I network with the right people, whether it's um, nurses, doctors, uh, people at clinics, people in different areas, just the right social workers too, who, who have cases that come up on their desk. So um, even the Mississippi VA, trying to do some stuff with them as well. So just tell everybody how old you are. I'm 23. Just turned 23, 23 years old. Right. So you're not like a atypical student that's 35 years old that just nah, you nah, know, nah. happens to still be in school. Right. You're nah. young. I mean, you're four or five years removed from high school and you're already taking on this incredible work. So like I said, my hat's off to you. I want to see you do well. I want to see this flourish because I know that the impact that you can have on the community by providing, you know, safe, affordable housing, especially for people that can't take care of themselves. So. Yeah. I appreciate that. I can't wait to really yeah. get into it. Um, get Is this something that you've always kind of wanted to do with entrepreneurship or. 
One of those. Uh, definitely be an entrepreneur was always something I wanted to do. I don't know if it was this area. This was kind of recent, but definitely be an entrepreneur is something that I've always wanted to do, um, as well as being a lawyer. So I'm looking to go to law school after in the next two years, probably too. Nice, nice. So right now you're currently about to start with your master's of business administration. Yes. And then after that, you want to pursue law degree. Yep. Yep. All right. Nice. All right. So more school, a lot of learning to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, getting started early. Many people I remember when I was in med school, they would say, you're going to be in school the rest of your life. Why do you want to commit so much time to being in school? And now my patients think I'm still in college. Right. And they say, wow, you look so young. You know, how did you do all this stuff so quickly? So just one tidbit is, you know, you have a plan for yourself. Keep your head down. Keep moving forward. It's either I heard someone say it's either news or noise. Right. And it's for you to really tease out if it's just extraneous noise and people are trying to distract you from your plan and from your calling. If yeah. not, you know, just keep moving forward. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's game. Yeah. That's game. Yeah. All right. So on time out with the sports doctor, this is your final time out. So. I want you to speak to the young entrepreneur or it might be an old entrepreneur who has a business plan or idea in their mind, but they're paralyzed to take that first step to get started. So just tell them from your experience why it's so important to get started now. Yeah, I mean, getting started now is the best thing because plans just sometimes they just die, you know, they, they just die. And so just jumping in and figuring out for yourself is the best teacher. Um, I think, you know, like you said, you can read books, you can follow these different people who've done it. And it's always good to make sure that you're, you know, networking with the right people and making sure you learn from other people's experiences. Um, but at the same time, they're, those are their experiences. Um, you got to learn for yourself in certain aspects. Um, and sometimes that just means learning as you go um, and adjusting when certain things come into your path. And so, yeah, I mean, just jump into it. There's no better teacher than, than your self-experience. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to fail um, because one failure for you can mean maybe a success for someone else just from your experience, giving it to somebody else. Cause that's all you're learning from other people in a sense as well. Absolutely. And I want to, you know, just offer up to you because this podcast community, there's a lot of medical professionals. There's a lot of physicians, lawyers, pharmacists of all sorts. I mean, there's many professionals that will be listening to this podcast. So Truthfully, you know, anyone I feel that once you're a guest on my show, you're part of the community and I want to connect you with as many people as possible. So anyone that you see that you feel like, hey, I need to make this connection, reach out to me. I'll make that connection. I'll try to make an introduction and go from there. So, um, like I said, we really want to see you do well because this is a much needed venture that you're on. You know, as a black male, you're doing you're, you're blazing your own trail. And I'm excited for you. I appreciate that. Definitely. I'll definitely be reaching out. All right. So tell me, tell the audience how they can connect with you, how they can follow along with Guthrie Haven Homes. Um, is there a website that they need to go to to learn more? Yeah. So everything is getting up and running as far as our website goes. We're getting that going um, soon. Should be coming up in the next few weeks. But um, on Instagram, we are at Guthrie Haven Homes. That's G-U-T-H-R-I-E-H-A-V-N-M-O. Me as Holmes um, on Instagram. 
can reach out, DM us, anything. Our contact information, you can call us at 302-509-8791 or email us at guthriehavenhomes, again, at gmail.com. Um, so, I mean, just reach out, let us know um, whether you want to donate, whether you are looking to um, have someone that, that, who is a maybe could be in need in some type of way to be a resident. Just reach out to us and, and we'll get, try to get back as soon as possible. All right. So uh, we'll include all that information in the show notes and we'll send out you know information when this episode is released. So they'll be able to have that if they didn't get a catcher right away. All right, man. Well, good luck with balancing football school and this venture that you own. Hey, I know you'll, you'll figure it out just like you figured out the other things in life. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'll see you soon, Doc. All right, man. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five-star review. And if you haven't done so, subscribe so you continue to get the updated episode. Until later, peace. Stopping. You are now tuned in. Trust you don't want to miss. This is where life, sports, and medicine.